thinking about well, hello, friends. This is Mark Lesney, and this is the Imago Nutrition Podcast, where we give real answers to real questions from real people. And so we are excited to chat. I'm excited to chat. Danielle's not with me for this episode. I'm excited to chat with you uh, about a very important topic today, and that is the topic of fiber. And so if you have heard the importance of dietary fiber and you have heard about the health benefits of fiber, but curious exactly how much you should be consuming in a day, this is definitely the episode for you. Um, and so if you have a question, by the way, uh, that you'd like us to consider as a topic for an episode of this podcast, be sure to head over to the website. You can send us your questions if you go to imagonutrition.com, that's I-M-A-G-O nutrition.com slash podcast. So imagonutrition.com slash podcast. You go to that page, you can see a little form there. You can type your nutrition question in there, hit send, it will punch it through to us and we will consider it uh, to be a topic of an upcoming episode. And so looking forward to seeing your questions and looking forward to answering them here on the podcast, whether it's me, whether it's Danielle, or whether it's both of us. So um, again, as I said today, the question is, how much fiber should you eat in a day? Okay, and so there's a mounting body of research that shows us that optimal fiber intake is beneficial, if not critical, for things like healthy digestion, as well as reducing the risk of chronic disease um, and several adverse health conditions. And so what we're going to do in this uh, podcast episode, will kind of give you our outline. Our outline will be to start by taking a look at, well, what is fiber? Um, it, from a nutri nutrition science perspective, what exactly is it? What are the health benefits that we are seeing in the research of optimal fiber intake? Not just having one gram of fiber, but having optimal fiber intake. What are some of the health benefits from that that we are seeing in current literature? And then we'll talk about the actual recommendations for dietary fiber intake for both men and women. So if you're um, wondering, as I said, if you're wondering, okay, well, I, I, I understand health, uh, there's health benefits with fiber. I just don't know how much I'm supposed to have. We'll talk about that. And then at the end, I'll actually just give you a list of foods too that are very fiber rich. It won't be every food in existence that contains a good amount of fiber, but it's going to be some really fiber rich uh, foods that you'll be able to just practically say, okay, I love those five or seven or 10 or 12. And I'm really going to start focusing on those in my nutritional habits to help you reach that optimal fiber intake, which again has several um, positive health outcomes. And so with that, if you don't mind, we will get into it. As I said, we'll start with what fiber is. I'm not going to go into a long, complicated diatribe on this, but very simply, uh, fiber is actually a carbohydrate. Okay. Uh, fun story. I was talking one time with someone who was very religiously on keto. And if you know me, I have a lot of fun conversations with our friends that are uh, adhering to a ketogenic diet. And one of the things that this person said to me was, I don't see the use or I don't see the purpose. I don't see the benefit of carbohydrates. And then I asked them, I said, well, what about fiber? And they said, oh, well, fiber is super important. And I said, well, you know, fiber is a carbohydrate, right? Dead silence, <laughs> dead silence. So a lot of times we think of fiber as this weird alien nutrient way over here, but it's actually just a carbohydrate and the body cannot digest it. That's what's really one of the very distinctive things about fiber. So the body cannot digest this um, carbohydrate. So whereas the body, as it normally digests most carbohydrates, it breaks it down into sugar molecules. It's known as glucose. 
Uh, fiber, however, cannot be broken down into sugar molecules. And so instead, it goes through the body undigested, all right? And then there's broadly two categories. Um, one is soluble fiber and one is insoluble fiber, as you might be able to ascertain from the name. Soluble fiber means that it dissolves in water, which means, by the way, it can be metal, met metabolized by the good bacteria in our gut. And insoluble fiber means that it does not dissolve in water. Okay. Um, and so with that, that's just a, a, just a quick kind of 60 second primer on what fiber is. So again, it's a carbohydrate, cannot be broken down, passes through the body undigested. So now let's talk a little bit about the health benefits. Because as I said at the top of the show, there is a mounting body of research. It seems like a new study every day comes out about the benefits of fiber. And I should confess, by the way, I was not good about um, hitting optimal fiber intake in my own diet, um, at least not having an understanding of it until about a, about a year ago when Danielle and I started working together on Imago Nutrition. And so I would like to think that prior to that, I was getting a good amount of fiber, but I was not hitting optimal fiber because like many things in nutrition, if you're not focused on it, you're not accidentally going to hit it. And so this is something that Danielle has actually really worked with me on and spoken into my uh, dietary habits and said, you know, the focus on fiber uh, would be really important. You've got your calories down, Mark, you got your protein, you got your macros, you've got high quality nutrient dense foods, but you're not focused on that fiber. And so, um, so all that's to say, I'm, I'm guilty of this as well. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the research in terms of um, how much fiber people are actually getting, because um, we, we tend to know about it, but we don't actually do anything about it. So we'll talk about that. But before that, let's talk about some of the health benefits. Now, um, fiber is probably most widely known for, and you're probably already thinking about it, it's for uh, regular bowel movements, okay? Fiber helps you poop, okay? So that's the best quote on the podcast probably ever, fiber helps you poop, there it is. Um, and it also helps prevent constipation. So uh, preventing constipation is one benefit. Keeping bowel uh, movements regular is another one, but there's also some deeper, perhaps more profound health impact, uh, impact as well from proper fiber. And oh, by the way, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll link to studies um, that support these health claims because we never want you to just take our word for it. We love that you trust us. You come to us for sound nutrition um, advice and strategies, but we also want you to be uh, completely free to say, okay, we'll prove it. And so what I'll do in the show notes of this episode is I'll actually link to some studies, some PMIDs. You'll see PMIDs down there. You can just Google all of those PMIDs and you can pull up the peer-reviewed research that supports these health claims. It's actually where we bring our health, we, we get the health claims from, right? So I don't just go list out health claims and then go try to find studies to support it. We read through the literature and then we extract the health claims from the literature and we put them into things like this podcast episode for you. So, um, so again, apart from helping prevent um, constipation and, and for helping keep bowel movements regular. Another health benefit is that proper intake of fiber feeds what's known as, quote, good gut bacteria. So you hear a lot about gut health these days. It's kind of a trend, which is sort of cool, sort of cringeworthy, the way that the internet does things. But it's good that we're at least having a conversation about gut health and one of the most, before you get into, do I need to be on prebiotics? Do I need to be on probiotics? What sort of supplements do I need? All this sort of diet culture stuff. What you should start with is by focusing on dietary fiber. All right. So this is one of the best ways that you can feed your, quote, good gut bacteria. Okay. Um, another one is that it aids in weight loss. Now, if you know me, um, I'm a big fan of disputing 
and debunking all the claims about what, quote, causes weight loss. So you notice I didn't say this causes fiber causes weight loss. It doesn't cause weight loss. The only way you lose weight is by being in a sustained negative energy balance on average over time. And that's a, a topic of another conversation. But it does, fiber does aid in the weight loss pr process, much like protein, by reducing, helping us reduce our overall calorie intake because fiber can increase what's known as satiety or feeling full, okay? Protein does that as well, as does fiber. So for the vast majority of my weight loss clients, we are really focused in on protein for many reasons, again, topic for another episode, but also fiber. And when they're focused on proper calorie intake, proper protein intake, proper fiber intake, what I hear a lot of is I'm fuller on less calories than I was on more calories. In fact, I just recently had a check-in with a client, a 12-week check-in with a client who's crushing his goals, doing an absolutely amazing job. And he's talking about like, man, I'm tracking my calories at the end of the day, I'm getting full, you know, um, I'm not feeling hungry and I still have like 300 calories left over at the end of the day. Now, why is that? Because he's focused on uh, uh, really, uh, not saturating, but he's, he's focused on nourishing his body and he's got optimal intake of things like protein. And now with him, we're actually working on fiber as well. So it aids in weight loss. Fiber can aid in weight loss, though it doesn't cause weight loss inherently. Uh, another health benefit is that it can reduce blood sugar spikes. Okay, so after you have a carbohydrate-rich meal, that fiber, you know, sometimes it said, you know, you want carbs wrapped in fiber. It's not literal, but um, you want fiber included in that digestive process because what it does is actually slows down nutrient absorption. And so therefore it reduces sort of the jarring spike in blood sugar that a lot of times can come from a high carb meal. By the way, high carb meals are not wrong. They're not bad. Okay. But proper uh, fiber intake is going to uh, make some of that up and down of your sugar levels, your, your blood sugar levels, as Danielle says, more like a rolling hill as opposed to peaks and valleys, which is very uh, conducive for optimal health outcomes. Um, I got to speed up a little bit. So I want to keep this episode uh, nice and pithy, but more to say on that. Um, again, we'll probably do another episode at some point going into even more depth about fiber. Um, but it does, suffice to say, it does help reduce blood sugar spikes. Um, another massive benefit of fiber is that it helps reduce cholesterol levels. Again, I'll, I'll link to some studies to prove that. Um, it also reduces the risk of colorectal cancer, which is the third leading cause of cancer deaths around the world. And it also lowers the risk, and this is a big one for me, it lowers the risk of heart disease. Heart disease is my ultimate enemy in this life. It is the number one cause of premature death in the United States and the world. And so a lot of what I focus on, a lot of what we focus on in terms of health, nutrition, fitness, weight loss, muscle gain, um, activity levels, proper nutrition, it's really aimed at this big enemy of heart disease. And one of the ways that you can lower your risk of the number one cause of premature death in the world is by hitting optimal fiber intake. All right, so with all that in mind, let's talk about, okay, what is then optimal fiber intake? I'm glad you asked, I will answer that. And so um, in general, when it comes to fiber, the recommended daily intake depends on your calorie intake, okay? But to simplify it, the USDA gives us guidelines and they're generally based off two factors, age, and your sex, okay? So according to the USDA Dietary Guidelines for Americans, which you can look up, just Google that, USDA Dietary Guidelines for Americans, 
I forgot to put in my notes what page it's on. I think it starts on page 101. Okay, don't quote me on that. And as soon as they update that, that page number may change. And I think the next time they update it is 2025. But all that to say, just Google USDA Dietary Guidelines for Americans. You can open up that PDF for free, and then you can just do Control F. You can search for fiber. And I think I think that fiber section starts on page 101. And what it does is, as I said, it breaks down fiber recommendations for uh, based on age and sex. Okay. So we're going to basically put you in one of four categories if you're an adult. Okay. So the first one is men. Okay. So also all my guys out there that are 50 or younger, that's myself included. I'm currently 41. Okay. So this is my bracket. Men age 50 and younger, you want to shoot for 31 to 34 grams of fiber daily. Okay. Now for men 51 and older, you want to aim for 28 grams daily. Okay. Now, does that mean if you hit 27 one day that your whole health is going to implode? No, but it gives you a really focused target. And some days you might go a little over, some days you might go a little bit lower. What we don't want to be doing is consistently lower and, cons and consistently not hitting that as a median intake. Okay. So for men 50 and younger, 31 to 34 grams of dietary fiber daily. For men 51 and older, 28 grams daily. Okay. Now for women, all my ladies, all right. If you are 50 and younger, you want to target 25 to 28 grams of fiber per day. Again, this isn't my rule. This is the dietary guidelines for Americans. Okay. And so women age 50 and younger, you want to be targeting 25 to 28 grams of dietary fiber per day. And for women ages 51 and older, you want to be targeting 22 grams of, of uh, I almost said protein, of fiber daily. Okay. Now, this is the fun thing, okay? So consumer research has shown us that while we as Americans are generally aware, I would say we're not aware of enough of the benefits, right? We tend to think of like, okay, fiber helps you poop. But I don't think we're necessarily aware of the wide array of health benefits, which are seemingly increasing daily with, with the research. We are generally aware that fiber is a good thing, that, that, it, um, that it has, you know, health benefits. It's generally... Good. Most people believe that, but they also believe that they consume enough of it. Okay. However, when you take a look at the national consumption surveys, it indicates really only about 5% of the population meets these recommended fiber intake levels. Okay. The average American, it's, it's, it, it, it varies, but they're saying the average American consumes about 16 grams of fiber. Is that terrible? Uh, I mean, if you're a guy 50 and younger, I mean, that's, you know, less than half. It's about half of what you should be having. So is it terrible? I mean, 16 is better than two, but 16 relative to you should be having 31 to 34. It's not great at all. Okay. And so um, the average American consumes about 16 grams. We think we get optimal amounts. Um, but again, men 50 and younger should be getting 31 to 34. Men 51 and older should be getting 28. Women age 50 and younger should be getting 25 to 28. And women 51 and older should be getting 22. Okay, so about 5% of the population actually gets it. We think we're doing better than we are. No surprise. That's the case with most things in nutrition. Okay, so with that, I promised you I'd, I'd rip out a list of some foods. Um, you, you, uh, at the top of this, you should know, too, that I, I mentioned the two categories. Just know that most foods that are rich in fiber have a combination of both the soluble and insoluble fiber. Okay, so don't get too caught up on that. Like, well, which one does this one have? Which one does that one have? And, what level do I need? You want to get overall dietary intake up to the levels we just talked about. And what I'll do is I'll list through, uh, I'll, I'll kind of run through a list of some fiber-rich foods, some nutrient-dense foods. 
that, again, you can just kind of make note of not like, man, I have to start eating all of these every day. That probably won't go well for you um, or your plumbing. However, um, what, what I want you to do is, is, is pick out, man, I love three of these, five of these, seven of these, nine of these, 12 of these that you can start including and varying in and out of, you know, your daily or weekly or monthly nutrition regimen. Okay. So here's some fiber rich foods, some nutrient dense fiber rich foods. The, this is not an exhaustive list, by the way. So don't, don't take down notes and say, well, these are the only foods that have fiber. Of course, that's not the case. Um, what I wanted to do is I just researched some of the foods that kind of pound for pound really deliver high quality um, fiber percentage, okay, and uh, nutrient-dense foods, okay? So let's rip through these. I think I've got them listed in alphabetical order, although when I put this stuff together, um, hopefully I didn't make any mistakes uh, in my notes. But I think this is alphabetical. It's not in terms of rank or um, in terms of like, you know, most uh, fiber up at the top and the least. But these are all fiber-rich foods, okay? You ready? Here comes the list. Apples, artichoke, artichoke hearts, avocados, bananas, beans, beets, berries of all kinds, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, carrots, chia seeds, chickpeas, dried fruit like figs, prunes, dates, etc., edamame, lentils, nuts, oats, pears, potatoes, quinoa, split peas, and whole grains. Okay. I won't go through that again. You can rewind it if you want to jot some of those things down. But as you go through that list and think about that list, again, just pick out the ones that you want to start focusing on. If you like three of those things, great. Focus on those for a while and then try to add a fourth. If you like four of those things, great. Focus on those and then try to eventually add a fifth. And then what I want you to think about doing too is uh, challenge yourself to actually understand what your fiber intake is. Okay. Because again, you may be saying, ah, I think I get enough. Okay, well, yeah, most Americans do think they get enough, but how many actually get enough? Eh, about 5% of people get enough, okay? So what, what I would love to see some of us doing coming out of this episode is just commit for to tracking your fiber intake for like a week, okay? A week, two weeks, okay, tops. And just see what your average fiber intake is and then start to include a couple of these foods and watch how you can change it very quickly and very easily. Okay, so just take this as a challenge. This isn't some massive nutritional change. I would just start taking a look at just understanding what your current intake is. So just jot that down. Just take a week and say, all right, everything I write down or everything I eat this week, I'm just going to look it up on the Internet. I'm going to track it in an app in my phone. I'm just going to figure out um, how much fiber is in it, because it's never been easier to understand this, by the way, folks. Okay, you can Google it. Everything is out there. You can put it into a nutrition app like Lose It or My Fitness Pal, and it'll have the fiber contents in that. You can just scan food these days for crying out loud. It's not hard. Okay, and just understand what your current intake is, and maybe you're hitting around what that average is. Maybe, man, I'm hitting 16, 15, some days on a good day, 20, but I should be up in the 31 to 34 range if you're like me. All right, what am I going to do, you know, to go get um, the, the, that difference in terms of my fiber intake. Okay. And so, and another resource too, I wanted to give you is Danielle and I put together one of our free resources. So if you go to imagonutrition.com slash free, okay. I am agonutrition.com slash free. One of the, um, free resources we have is what we call, um, our healthy breakfast ideas guide. Okay. And what that gives you is some high fiber, and or high protein breakfast ideas, okay? So all of them are either high fiber, high protein, or both, 
okay? Or and, and by both, I mean high fiber and high protein. So we wanted to make that resource available. Look, if, if we never have the pleasure of working with you as a client, no worries. We still want to give as much as we possibly can. And so head over to imagonutrition.com slash free, and you can download, download the Healthy Breakfast Ideas Guide. And by the way, you can also download the, the, the starter grocery list, which also has um, foods listed out by the respective categories, you know, like pantry, um, meat and dairy, et cetera, et cetera. It breaks it out in a very grocery shopping friendly way. And just know that uh, foods that are included in that list as well are, are generally um, nutrient dense foods, many of which are, are both, of course, high protein and also high fiber as well. So between those two resources, you should really be set up in understanding which foods can help you reach optimal protein Ah, optimal fiber intake. I always have protein on the brain, I have to admit. So optimal fiber intake. All right. So I hope this was helpful. If it was, do us a favor, leave us a quick review. Let us know how we're doing. If you've got that friend that's always talking about fiber or curious about fiber or curious if it helps with anything other than just helping you poop, uh, do us a favor and share this episode with them. We'd love to help as many people as possible. And as I said, if you've got a question that you'd like to submit to us to be a possible topic on an episode yet to be recorded, head over to imagonutrition.com slash podcast and send us your nutrition question. And we might uh, pick that to be the topic of an upcoming a podcast episode. So with that, hope you have a great rest of the day. Um, start hitting that fiber intake, start tracking it. Let us know how it's going. If we can help in any way, uh, just head over to imagonutrition.com and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right. Thank you so much. And thanks as always to Happy Pill for our theme song, Thinking About Food. Thinking about food. Thinking about food.